Fuck, she need to chill. I feel like it's the blonde hair. I feel like it's the... I'm a baby mama now, even though I did the picture of virginity type shit. And now you're getting clowned. Oh, it was my first time, bitch. Please. Fuck out my face. Yeah, me too, ho. So what's fucked up is like... I don't care if I got like seven kids. I fully intend on telling my dad I ain't never fucked nobody. He'd be like, so how this happen? I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> I, I just I just can't look my dad and just look him in the face and do that. I feel like that's disrespectful. I, like, damn. No, he that. know. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, though. It's like, you know what's in your heart. It comes he know. We don't need to have a conversation. But y'all ain't got to have a conversation. I know but, he going to be playing me, though, because he a it, Gemini, man. He going to be I'm gonna be a, But I'm going to be a thousand with you. The realer you are, the we, less questions need to be asked because so niggas just joke. gonna know. So we joke. We right? joke because we both Gemini. So like, we really niggas for real. We two peas in a pot, which is why we get on each other's nerves. But I think because you're raised to be someone's little girl, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like that's low key. I could be pregnant with like triplets. He'd be like, how does happen? I'd be like, God. <laughs> Can I just believe it? Like, what he really gonna say to me? I don't know. I don't when... think he gonna ask that. He gonna I know feel he like to play like jokingly. Like I feel like he will, and I I'm just prepared to say God. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm just I'm prepared. Like He's I'm funny. hoping he just leave that shit where it's at and right. just roll with that. Anybody who asks, I'm be like God. And they gonna be like God. I'm like, I'm oh, what you an atheist? And that's now we gonna open up, and it's a segue to smoke. Real shit, I'm just keeping it a buck because it's like, well, I don't know your relationship. With so we started out into my situation because I know now our peoples are listening. Uh, we're talking about Angela Simmons. She doing this workout shit, and uh, she was doing that video, and she was up there twerking. It's just it is weird because she was so adamant about it being her first time. Girl, you grown as fuck. We do not care. If you out here giving the pussy to everybody, that's that's fine. Like just just be classy about it. There's plenty of people out here giving the pussy up that's classy. Minus a few people we've talked about on this show. But outside of them, <laughs> there's been a few people who, you know, you you have the right to to do what you want, but don't be out here trying to shame other people because you know your your views, and you over here running behind your your dad doing Ron's house. So, anyways, that's just me, I guess. Anyways, uh, you got anything to add to that about Angela Simmons? No, no, Trilly over here, like I don't even want to speak about that shit. Cause it just that shit. I mean, it's just uh, it's just right at this point in time with her, man. It's just unnecessary clickbait. Like I'm just tired of it now. You know. It's just it's just over with. Like the I cast feel like out the she bag. just got over with. Like the, her hype has went down ever since she had that baby. You disagree? Ain't nobody trying to see that Nobody care because the one thing. Except Yo Gotti, he's still about that life. We fucking all the old strippers. All the old strippers. I mean, bottom what? line, is, bottom line is this: with her, is like, are we recording? Mm. Yeah, just like he slide that crack in there and he start this fucking show just like that. Oh shit, be cr Oh, release the cracking. It's like with her, the thing is, is like you spent all this time being the picture of purity, right? We all know that somebody was hitting that shit. 
you just didn't want to like admit it because of your dad and what your brand was about and all of that. But shit, your sister got hit, right? Both of them was on that shit. The the sister was the first one to have a baby. She had a baby by one of the Wayne's, one of the Wayne's kids or whatever, right? But as she saw that she still remained who she was, we didn't judge her. But Angela was the main one on that shit. Like I'm a virgin. I don't, you know, I, uh, uh, I'm. What? That. I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. Yeah, I don't, I don't be on that stuff. I, 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 I be protecting my energy. All that old shit. And you went off and found the most criminally. <laughs> You found the you found the nigga with a felony to knock your ass up. Like you didn't find like you didn't find like you a nigga like that was in the church that was really like ha 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 with your ass. You found the nigga that was hitting licks. You found the nigga that was selling dope. You found the nigga that listened to Yo Gotti in the morning that was hitting licks and getting felonies, all types of shit. Like all the stuff Cardi talking about, she found a nigga who adhered to Cardi. Find a nigga, get some money. Hey, find a find a chicken, get some money. <laughs> right, and it was just like you, you know. But my thing is this: if she just was on some, look, I'm human. I found the guy. I fucked the guy. I got pregnant. It was what it was. Everything happened real fast. Blah 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 blah. That's cool, but you don't become a hoe overnight. You don't just well. all of a sudden you about to start dancing and shaking your ass on Instagram. Because, you know, you, you read the comments like everybody else did. If you just kept it real and said, listen, I fell in love with a person. This happened. It is what it is. Now you're becoming that cautionary tale of, hey, hey girls, uh, y'all see Angela Simmons, right? She she tried to stay a virgin as long as she could. And she fucked around and got pregnant. Now she a single mama. So y'all might as well live y'all best life right now. Like now you are becoming the poster child of y'all should just go ahead and be a hoe anyway. Like, that's what this shit has turned into. And I feel like I don't think that she's a bad person. I don't even consider her a hoe. I don't consider her to be a tramp or nothing like that. But what I'm, but what I'm looking at is... A he situ- went old school. He said tramp. She fell in love with a nigger. No, nah, it's just that, that like, I feel like... Oh, I just no, feel baby. like what she... What did you do it? She fell in love with a nigger. No, I just feel like she went out, she's been going out of her way to try to show us this whole image that's really not true. I mean, shit, all of them got kids now. The only ones that ain't got kids is Diggy and the other funny-looking motherfucking brother. Like, them the only ones that Rusty, ain't got kids. Rusty. Yeah, Rusty, yo, funny-looking ass. other... He's named after the dev, right? Damn, I can't remember what... The junior... I forget his name, but he, either way it goes. But he got a son. Yeah, he, he, got, he, he got a baby. I mean, he whacked, but he is funny though. He's a funny guy. He knows who he is. That's what I like about it. And the other sister, to me, honestly, she looking better these days. She looking better because she don't look phony to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Vanessa. Like Vanessa was always cuter to me, anyways. And then all of a sudden, Angela just kind of blossom into who and she became. Ass. She got and the ass, ass came out of nowhere. Yeah, and I'm like, damn, man. Angela look all right now. But I felt like Angela was just kind of like holding on to that whole, you know. Holier than thou? I'm holier than now. I don't have to fuck with y'all. Even on the show, on that growing up hip hop shit. Even on that show, it was kind of like on some. Uh, yeah, but then she had to tell Romeo and them like, yeah, I'm pregnant. Romeo was like, bitch, Romeo, what? Romeo like. 
Yeah, all right. Yeah, so yeah, look, 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 my man's over here talking about how we need to go ahead and get this show started. So hey my peoples, welcome to Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co your drunk ass co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And welcome to Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Y'all can reach us at unapolopod at gmail.com. And where can they reach you at, Trilly, before we get too fucked up? Man, I'm on this cracking uh, 94 proof. Uh, I need me another one. Where can they find you on social media? Oh, Cleveland Trillberg, C-L-E-V-E-L-A-N-D underscore Trillberg, T-R-I-L-L-B-E-R-G. Yeah, we had to get that out of the way. I'm, I, you can find Look, me on don't Twitter. Don't crack and work for me, y'all. And then you can find me on Twitter at, at Advice Gemini. Uh, you can find our podcast IG on Unapologetic Advice Podcast. And we will hit you up if you hit us up in the DMs. Leave us a comment. Um, sometimes it will leave like a little snippet. And uh, that's what's going on. So before, the trilogy was about to go ahead and talk about what we're sipping on. I am sipping on this cider geist by uh bubbles rose ow new shit new shit i'm gonna probably go upstairs and get oh, what you gonna give me a shot of cracking nope okay so my man's gonna give me a shot of cracking too so it's really gonna be lit what you drinking on trolley there's 94 proof cracking uh i need me some more you doing bombay I need okay. some more of this cider guys. My cider guys done ran Can you low. get us a cider guys and then so whatever I'm, else I'm, you I'm sending out a small request for more cider guys because this bubble rose Al. Rose Al. I guess I'm gonna be drinking some gin. Uh for my people. I don't know if I've had just straight up gin. So this ought to be a treat. Uh so we gonna go ahead and segue into Messy media. Uh, we kind of started with it when we were talking about Angela Simmons a second ago. Y'all really kind of walked into that. But did you see Tokyo Tony when she got in that car accident? No. Look I at this. Look at this. Oh, wow. She looked like her daughter. Where she in this position, she looked like China. Nothing can stop me. Is that what she just said? Yes. Oh, wow. She got hit by a car, according to Shaver. Her makeup, her, her makeup is on fleek. Oh, look at this lipstick. Yeah, lipstick red as shit. Like, who the fuck gets in a car accident, but they lipstick don't smear? That's weird. My shit be fucked up. My lipstick will be probably in my eyes. Because you probably going to hit that steering wheel or wherever. You know what? There's not a lot of details. But you know what? Thoughts and prayers to her. Do you feel, here's my thing. Two questions. One, do you feel like this is a stunt for her to get Black China to talk to her? And two, what advice would you give her to get Black China to have some communication? I mean, first thing first, that's your mama. A lot of the shit that's going on right now could have been ceased if she just had conversation with her mama. Now, her mama is really, really fucking ghetto and look like she raised her to be a hustler of some sort. Did you see the video where her mama was talking about... Like, bitch, I was on them poles. I bought this life, and the only reason why you're here is because all the things I've had to do on and off record to get you to where you are. So, yes, her mother is apparently about the life. Tokyo Tony, at Tokyo Tony. Feel free to follow her. She is actually really, really funny. Um, yeah, she's yeah. funny, but at the same time, too. 
lot of the shit that I see going on with her. Yeah, a lot of the shit I see going on with her is a cry for help. I mean, I just feel like at the end of the day, that's you only get one mama. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, she's embarrassing. Yeah, she talks about, oh, I done suck dick and turn tricks and, and hit that pole to make sure you had a better life. That's some weird shit. Why you shaking your head back re- there? He like, no. Yeah, that's, no. Some, that's some weird shit to say to your child on social media. But at the end of the day, uh, you can't judge her because you too has a, you have a sex date. You too have been out here fucking niggas for clout and trying to get money and things of that nature. So it's like nobody could judge anybody in that situation. But the one thing that I am looking at, I feel like that they... um. They really could like strengthen their daughter mother relationship if they just talked off internet, off social media. I would be curious to know what her father is like. I'm wondering if that has anything to do with it too. Like, you know, people really take for granted a family dynamic of stuff. You know, sometimes even if you're raised by a single mother, you know, you never really know. I just feel like as a kid, you don't know what your parents' dynamic was like, regardless if they were together or not. My parents have been together for, what, 35 years, I think, total? They've been together for like 35 years, and I really didn't really get the fucking jig until about five years ago. I'm like, you niggas is weird. Like, you know, and I really got to see the best people. So, who knows? Where she actually comes from. Oh, thank you. Thank you. My man, my man's coming through with the say. What you got? What you got for us? What you got? What you make? What you make? You gotta come and speak and talking to the dick. Okay. Well, I'm gonna talk to the dick. Can you talk into the mic and tell us he brought us down with some cider guys, Rose Al. And what you made some concoction. What'd you make? A Sophia Bombastic. Mega fantastic. What was that? I don't even know. Okay, and then he walks out. Um, okay, so anyways, I don't know what's we about to in a second. We'll we'll do it before we get into our next uh segment, but I'm wondering if if you know Black China's I, I would love to know more about her father. Do you know anything about her father? The a homeboy in the back like nah, I don't know nothing about that bitch's father. I don't know she got a father? Black China, does she even got a, like, does she, does she have a dad? Everybody got a father, but everybody ain't got a dad. Does she have a dad? I don't know shit about no dad. Unless, let, let me define dad. Dad is a nigga who be there when you scrape your fucking leg. They might cuss you out, but they make sure you taken care of and they're there when you need them. That's a dad. A father is a nigga who gave you life. That's still your father. No matter how much you like him or dislike him. But a dad, a dad can be a stepdad. It could be the, the dude who's been with your mom or whatever. Or just the person who's your male figure that you consider your dad. I feel like that's dad. It's like another level to it. It's For the lucky people who their father is their dad, that's a blessing in itself. So I hope y'all don't take that for granted. But anyways, does Black China have a dad? Do you know? You know what? I've never heard of a dad. Never. I've heard about Tokyo. I've heard about Tokyo Tony, but I don't know about the dad at all. Like never. I've never heard of a father mentioned ever. Heard of no Tokyo Anthony? Tokyo ain't even even mentioned. I ain't heard of Tokyo Anthony. I ain't heard of Tokyo. What are you doing, my man? You over here? You try to? You try to give a spirit stick for Tokyo Tony to have a motherfucking father? 
elder of you of of uh what the fuck is black panther where's he from T'Challa of Wakanda. He on some elder of Wakanda type shit with these damn glasses on and this and damn, damn African uh, bamboo carved out ass stick he got his hand. So last part, last part of messy media. Did you hear about Bud Light installing those victory fridges to give away free beer when the Cleveland Browns win? I guess they banking on that 0-16 again. You hear about that shit? I know. What do you mean they win either way? What, what do you mean? Yeah, but they're giving out. So basically, this article from uh, WKYC. Who is this by? I don't think I don't see an author on this shit. I don't see an author on this. I don't see an author. But the Browns tweeted, "You stood by us through it all. We love you for it, and so does Bud Light. These special fridges will unlock celebratory beers when we get our first." regular season W. So probably only the first win, but they're installing these throughout Cleveland. Um, they unlock via Wi-Fi when the Browns win their first regular season game. So everybody in Cleveland, if the Browns win a regular season game, the first one, go to one of these and get all these free fucking beers. PSA. Well, look, if they win one, be next to that shit because it's supposed to unlock. What you got to say? What's your advice on that, Trilly? I don't listen. I listen, dude. I, niggas do what they need to do. I have no advice on that shit. I'm not tripping. <laughs> My advice is get real close to one of the motherfuckers. Get you some free shit. Why not? I'm all about some free shit. Send free it. shit. Y'all, free shit just like free lunch, free beer. I want it all. So we're gonna go ahead and segue into the oh, people's. You segue, oh, oh, okay. Okay, can you can you can you take care of that? Thank you. So we're gonna go ahead and take this boombastic, fantastic, right? Is that what you're calling it? Yeah, because that's making. All right, let's go ahead. We're gonna take a, a shot to the face with this. This yeah. is a double shot, it's nigga. What you do? I'm about to take this shot right now. You ready? Hey, we gotta. Hey, click. Let's get it. Real alcoholics, you cheers. Yeah, this shit is. Then you drop it, and then you. My liver is spotted. Let's finish this. All right. (laughs) It's official. Shit. What's in it? Come on over here, people. Want to hear what the unapologetic, bombastic, fantastic recipe is? Uh, Well, it's a a one fifth. A Luna Azul Tequila It is then Another part By part I mean half Bombay Sapphire Actually came out of a metal case A special edition A special occasion And then another part Mango Lemonade Organic of course And then A 7-Up and then one part. Get off me. Cranberry juice. Amen. So we're gonna go ahead and segue into the people's corner now that I am thoroughly fucked up. Thank you to the engineer. 
Uh, we have a write-in from Chantel. Uh, she says, hey, unapologetic advice. Just started listening to the podcast, and this is funny. Can you talk about a black-owned business and your views for supporting? Or do you think that business is just business? Okay, so being a black business owner that I am, what I get tired of from my own people is that you hear a lot of, even when I am lowballing on the cost of my services, I get hit with a whole lot of, dag, you can't do better than that, Trilly. Man, uh, uh, so what all I get with that? Uh, damn, uh, shit. Well, can I get back to you on that? But when someone else who doesn't look like me, it's all systems go on whatever price they scream. We don't trust enough in our own people when it comes to business. And that's the part, that's one of the biggest problems. A lot of people write, black people write black people off all the damn time when they feel like they dealing with somebody that look like them. But when they dealing with Chinese, white, Arabic, whatever, anything outside of African-American, they not trying to like get the hookup. They not trying to like be on some, you know, well, you think you can do better than that on the pricing? Like there's no negotiating going on whatsoever. You just pay whatever the fuck. In fact, let's just say that I own a, a thriving clothing line, right? I tell you my price in my clothing line, I get hit with a, man, shit, that's a little expensive. That's a little pricey. But then the same motherfucker standing in front of me with a Gucci t-shirt on that he done spent about $125 on. Or he's standing there in some sneakers that he done spent $200 on. But you telling me that my price of $75 for a shirt or whatever is too much or damn, you can't do better than that. Like, I feel like the support should be a lot different, especially when you're dealing with somebody that's like your own. And I'm not saying support anybody that's black that got poor service. I'm not saying support anybody that's got subpar shit. But if you know somebody that actually has something going on that is of quality and is dope and you see it for what it is, which is the reason why you're a pro said person. Then why are the first thing you think of is how can I get the low ball? How can I? How can I get him to give me the hookup? Like, that shit is bullshit. And I just get sick of that as an owner. You know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous. Yes, yeah, as if they don't value the black business in the same way they would for non-minority. We'll even, we'll even open it up to minority uh, business. You know, like, oh, if I get it from a Caucasian person, it must be of higher quality, which may or may not be true like it definitely could not be true and a lot of times a lot of times you have to think about like a connect a lot of minorities have to go and get that shit and they have to pay full price for that because they don't get the direct connect so if you really want to support black businesses i feel like you really have to put the effort in so for example my hair care products i really try hard to either make that shit myself or pay for a black business because I know that it costs us because they have to get it from a manufacturer and they have to go and get that directly which probably costs them more than other people who for whatever reason they have a direct connect and it may be a little cheaper um, an, an example of this would be how we would support the NBA but how people don't support the big three basketball which is by Ice Cube 
Do you do you watch the big three? Yeah, I, I catch it sometimes, definitely. Um so I actually watch I actually watch it. I think it's funny. Like in a sense that it's great to see I get I get an opportunity to see Allen Iverson play again. I get to see Chauncey Billups play again. Who else am I missing? Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. Is Gary Payton? I don't think he was in there. He coached the team though. Probably. So Gary Payton was coaching some other people who are are legends of the NBA. Up close and personal, and a and a four pointer, uh, and you get to actually provide that money, that investment. Not even like I'm already paying for the fucking cable. Does it really cost that much time for me to just put the fucking channel on? I love basketball, so why not watch some shit from some black people? Right, but see, it's all it's and, and, and like my man said, my engineer, it's a status thing. A lot of us don't respect us because we feel like we are not of the re representation of something that means a higher status. You know what I'm saying? So to deal with one another is like, uh, I'm still on the same level. I, I want to be seen in a different light. We don't embrace us until others embrace us, if you get what I'm saying when I say that. No, you know what I mean? It's kind of like Virgil Abloh. Like, he got the, the clothing line off-white, right? Now, Off-White got the crazy, like, resale situation going on. Like, all of the Jordans that he's designed and, and the Nike Prestos, they all fetching, like, $2,000 right now. But that's because he's gained the respect of a lot of white people and other ethnicities. If we all just embraced him, like, say, like a Carl Kanai or some shit like that, he would fade into oblivion. They like, uh, we the only ones that fuck with this shit. Don't nobody else fuck with this shit. I don't know if we should continue. But meanwhile, you got Louis Vuitton, all these other fashion houses that's been around for forever in a day that's white-owned. Oh, we put them on a pedestal. And they don't give a fuck about us. They never have. You know what I'm saying? But I, they really prefer that we don't fuck with them because they like, shit, we, gonna be a, we done been around 50, 100 years. It don't matter. We're going to still be here when y'all stop fucking with us. The only person that I've actually seen that really fuck with us on the low is Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren fuck with... Uh, he fucked with the niggas. Ralph Lauren actually came up as like, he, his come up was similar to a nigga's come up. He was sitting there watching all the rich people doing they want to. And he like, shit, I want to be a part of that shit too. So he started out doing ties and bow ties. And then that shit ballooned into what we got right now with Ralph Lauren. You know what I mean? So that's why he respect the hustle of black people. Because we made him who he is, and he's never going to deny that. Even though they can put out all the rumors they want about Ralph Lauren, about not liking black people and all that weird-ass shit. But let's let's compare Ralph Lauren and Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy Hilfiger tried to make his shit urban to keep us interested, and we saw right through that shit. We like, Tommy, you're fucking tripping, bruh. Ralph ain't changed none of his shit because he like, y'all like me for who I am. Tommy was like, I'm trying to fuck with y'all. And I'm, you know, he was driving to Brooklyn to give Grand Pooba clothes and all that weird ass shit. Ralph Lauren never had to do that because we just fuck with Ralph because we respected how he came up. The problem with us is we don't respect how we come up each other. No, we need to. It's an investment back into the community. Which black dude? The, the stick Fat Albert and all that. Oh, you talking about uh, Fubu? Yeah. Oh, Fubu. 
Oh, Damon from uh, Shark Tank. I mean, it was four of them, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, And they all were like on the same page. And I mean, and, and FUBU is dope, too. But I mean, let's be real. Like, FUBU, FUBU pretty much was big when streetwear was big. You know what I'm saying? They shit Rock Aware when all yeah, that shit they, was out well, there. Rock Aware was trying to be the next FUBU, just like everything else that came after it. You know, you had FUBU, you had Carl Kanai. And after that, you had academics, you had a Nietzsche. Was that Jabot's? Was that I'm not sure Jabot was black owned. Jabot is not black owned. But the bottom line is, is that when all the streetwear shit phased out, so did Fubu with the fat Albert shit. Because the whole thing is, is like people buy into lifestyle brands. They don't buy into shit that's on some trendy stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it get, it get weird with that right there. You know what I mean? But bottom line is it's a bunch of new shit coming out right now that's on some dope shit supreme gets questioned at all they never get questioned they sell every time they drop but that's why i don't you know what i'm saying you got somebody well shout out to joe fresh goods in chicago because he's been doing this thing he's been moving around and he definitely got his city support but we don't it's not too many joe fresh goods out here you get what i'm saying like then you got the hundreds but that's why i don't you know what I mean? But we embrace the hell out of them because that's a dope-ass, you know what I'm saying, street brand. Supreme is a street brand, but Supreme is not like, nothing Nothing against Supreme, but it's not like they're that damn creative. They just slap Supreme on a shirt, and they that shit fetched for 500 You feel me? Weird shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And then we can go into Bape. We can talk about Bape. We can talk about Neighborhood Jeans, which fetched for about 350 We can talk about, uh, shit. Bape actually got sold. Red Monkey, yeah, that shit came away. That was all like hip hop. Motherfuckers was like, that was when hip hop went through the phase of, oh, these jeans cost $600. I got them some $600 jeans. Even if they were some bullshit jeans, they were like, I got them on, they $600. You know what I'm saying? So, same thing with the Visu. The Visu came and went. A lot of brands, but that's the funny thing about brands that there's no colorism sometimes with brands because either. It all it takes is one season for your ass to face the hell out of here. All it takes is one move, one wrong drop, and that shit is done. We don't even want to see it no more. You know what I'm saying? It's not cool. If the kids declare something not cool, it's just not cool. But but us as a people, even when we got shit that's dope, we and, and, and let's just say it's locally pushed. Bruh, you charging too much for that. Uh, I don't know, bruh. That shit dope, but I don't know if I want to pay 125 for that jacket. But they'd turn around and then go and spend about 300 on eBay for a resale of a Supreme jacket. It's weird to me how how our minds work when it comes to black-owned businesses. Nah, you're, you're, you're right. So there was a... Here's my advice. My advice for people who are minorities, look for the Black Expo. Look for the different expos that are happening in your community. Go to that shit. So you can then invest your money into what's locally made and then also create the connections to invest in national things or statewide things because they're going to know other people who do the same type of shit they do or people that do things that they don't do, but they know someone. So that's my advice for that. You got any advice for that real quick? No. No, not really. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna not go really. ahead and segue into drunken news. Uh did you hear about them two? So 
The segue is about privilege. Okay. So, a lot of times people who are not minorities have privilege that they don't, they're unaware of. Obviously, it's not privilege for minorities because we got to go find other motherfuckers who do shit that we're looking to buy. Right. I feel like if you were a non-minority, it wouldn't be that hard. So, here's the, here's the, mi- the non-minority. So, two young people play stupidly pretending to be a zebra into the African yeah, forest lured shit. lions the ending remembered forever uh, this is according to Feeding TV um, I, don't think who, I can't see who, who made this but basically in the video <laughs> I got some screenshots uh, they were dressed up in like a zebra outfit near some lions Lion's like, I'm about to tear that, sh- tear that ass up. The lion then, like, ran up on them, fucked the, they costume up, and they ended up running. So here's some pictures, because I want Trilly to give y'all the real-life uh, reaction to this. Here you go. What? I've seen it. Alright. So let me speak on this shit. Let me speak on this. So look. They got a whole last video. Yeah, you can cut that shit off. I don't even. It yeah, ain't so they got a video if you go on a on Feedy TV, you can see where the two men escape the attack of two fierce fierce lions. Fortunately, they are still safe after fighting with the lions. Don't play this dangerous joke. Don't take your life to joke like that. First of all, for a trilly going getting that ass. Fortunately, they are still safe after fighting with lions. You are not fighting with lions. These dudes are running like some bitches from these lions. These lions would have tore that ass up. Because lions don't care whether it was a zebra. No. No, the lions probably would have fucked but this them up. The thing. They realized that wasn't the no lion, zebra. They yeah, didn't the want that shit. Was like, them lions was confused. Because at the end of the day, they came for a They zebra. couldn't catch a zebra. Right. They caught the the fake ass head of two white boys <laughs> pretending to be a zebra, and they were confused. They like, okay, we got the head. What the fuck is going on? They like, where's the blood? They looking, yeah, they were. They really weren't like. They weren't full. They weren't full grown lions. I will say that they weren't full grown lions. They were like, it was just weird. Like, they were just lions that, um, they, you know what? I don't think that those lions were real. Like, I think they probably were lions that were in captivity and they were doing like a prank type deal. But the bottom line is, at the end of the day, if the lions would have went lion, the motherfuckers would have been dead. Because lions go for blood. And if they take a head, like the one lion took a head and kept running. And then they took off running. Crazy white people. I'm not talking to all white people. Just the crazy ones. Stay the fuck away from uh, nature's uh, natural uh, sequence of things. Because you could have easily been dead. Lost the arm. Lost the neck. Scratched. Fucked up. Fucked up. That could have went left really, 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 really damn fast. I don't know why um, a lot of you all are like really like 
fascinated with near-death experiences with animals in their natural habitat I, i'm not sure about that but just know that i just matter of fact i just saw a video of a guy in the fucking water field with sharks trying to bait a shark to catch his bait off of a hook or some shit and it's like five sharks out there stop doing dumb ass shit because it gets to a point where i'm like look if you jump into a volcano and your ass burn up, I'm not gonna feel sorry for you. What the fuck are you doing inside of the volcano? I'm asking the same thing about you on the Serengeti, on the African Serengeti that's filled with fucking lions and zebras and gazelles running around. I'm gonna say the same thing when I see you swimming with fucking sharks and man whales and all that kind of shit. Look, leave them, leave them animals alone. Yeah, that shit is not. That don't make you tough. That don't make you tough, that don't make you brave, it just make you look stupid as hell when you get caught on camera getting your ass ate the fuck up. That's kinda like, who is that, uh, the guys that got, they was all feeling sorry for him because the motherfucking lion bit the motherfucking face off? I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, the magicians? I do. I the weird ass magicians that I think they've been a couple for years or whatever, it just never came out. Who? Um, yeah. Siegfried and Roy. I think they a couple. I think they've been fucking around for years. But my bottom line is this. Everybody was like, oh my God, the tiger bit him on the face. That tiger went fucking tiger. That's what tigers do. They bite the shit out of you, okay? We need to leave them animals where they should be at. I don't even, personally, I'm not a big fan of zoos. I don't want to see a bunch of sad-ass animals locked up roaming around. I don't and we just, fuck we, with animals at all. If you tell me you got a dog, you need to put that bitch oh, no, on listen. Because they might not fuck with me like that. And you know what? I love animals. I, don't, no, I, I respect don't, them. I don't fuck with animals, period. Just I don't expect that. me to be rolling around with some pit bulls, talking about Smoey so cute, all that kind of shit. I like some domesticated animals that know me, that know my scent, and they know that I don't bring them harm. I'm cool with that. But I'm not, y'all not gonna catch Trilly out in the Serengeti riding a fucking elephant that's being chased by a goddamn wolf and some other shit. Not, you're not gonna see him doing that. You're gonna see Trilly at home sitting at, sitting at the, uh, on a chair, looking at the TV, watching some crazy motherfucker get their ass bit about doing that shit. I'm just not a fan of it. Never been a fan of it. That's my take on it. Yeah, I mean, I ain't got much to add to that. It's just I don't fuck with animals. Like, I mean, animals at all. Like, you tell me you got a dog. Like, please put that dog in the safe get place. Like, dog. Yeah, get your dog because they can come smell me. Like, look, I'm not coming here to fuck your shit up. Put that motherfucker away because I'm not trying to have no issues because their job is to be an animal. So for them to protect something they feel like they need to protect, they'll do that. So that's not their fault. It's... Your fault for being an owner and thinking your dog just wouldn't do something to someone. So, no, I'm not going to give that an opportunity. So, uh, that's that's the end of that. Because I don't even want to talk about animals no more because I don't fuck with animals. So, a couple things. We could talk about roommates, group time, uh, the chick who says she got a college degree and don't. Or we could talk about uh, pay negotiation, what you want to do. She's whatever you want to. It don't matter to me oh, at this point. Shit. The, the the goddamn uh, cider uh, guys done kicked in. Let's do group time. Let's gone. do group time real quick because we can probably do two. Group time. What you think about? So y'all know Apple is trying to in uh, incorporate the ability to talk to. I think it was like thirty two people. 
at once on FaceTime? Why the f- well, I ain't gonna, you know what? Oops, oops, I almost had According a According to a business insider, Keith Lesswing, no shings, that's how you fucking say it. Uh, yeah, group time they're trying to release with iOS 12. Try to see how many people they can get on that bitch. It was a 32? Yeah, so you can talk to 32 motherfuckers at once. I don't know how that's gonna work, but that's I mean, fucked that's up good. for the dude who got one friend and that motherfucker got like 40 yeah, other friends. But at the same time, too, that's good for a business. I mean, if, if businesses need to do that sort of thing, that's fine. I'm all for that. I feel like we should have been doing shit like that. I mean, that's kind of cool. That's better than a weak ass conference call. I hate conference calls. You know what I'm saying? So we all on the FaceTime. At least I get to see the motherfucker make the face when I tell him the price. You know what I'm saying? Like, or make sure that they paying attention. They see what the hell I'm talking about because I ain't gonna lie. I've been in a lot of meetings where I was sitting there picking my nails, texting, doing some weird shit, and I didn't hear shit they was talking about. So at least on a 32 member group call, I know that. Craig from accounting and count shit when I need him to. If I'm looking at his face and that motherfucker is staring off into wherever the hell he at, like motherfucker, I'm talking to you, Craig. Craig, get it together. You know? Oh, oh, wait, wait, we got a grab bag, grab bag. Let's get it. All right, so we got a grab bag for the secret to negotiating five thousand to fifteen thousand dollars more in pay. It's actually a really good segue because we were talking about making money. Um, so according to Glass Glassdoor, don't divulge too much. Do not disclose your current or expected salary. Um, you will very likely be cost yourself money if you make it difficult to negotiate your offer later on. Start big. Uh, you should counter offer between 10% and 20% above the initial offer. Don't stop too soon. Uh, counter offering. If the potential employer doesn't give you a firm yes to your salary request, then the door is still open to negotiate things like vacation time, signing bonuses, or equity. Uh, know your worth. Uh, determine your worth You gotta find out your market value So get your ass on Glassdoor, Google Wherever the fuck you gonna go Put your fucking job title in there and Say what's the average cost in this area Whether it's state, local, whatever So you have an idea how much you should make And never apologize Never um, Negotiating is uncomfortable But saying sorry Could signal to the recruiter or hiring manager That you might be willing to back down don't apologize for negotiating. Be confident. So what do you think about that? What's your advice? I like negotiating. I think negotiating is fun because you get to really see what the person is made of that you're talking to. You also get to see what the person feels about you and your self-worth when you're sitting there telling them what it is that you want. So I'm all about negotiations. You really get to see why a person feel about you. So if you shout a price and then they turn their face up or do some weird shit, you be looking like, man, fuck you. I ain't got to do business with you at all. Or you'll sit there and look at somebody overly excited that you shout a price out to them and they looking like, oh, shit, I'm about to get him for a steal. You know what I mean? So I'm all about negotiations. I think negotiations are great. The man's has learned one thing from his mama. Mama said, never tell a motherfucker your current salary ever. 
I don't de- I don't negotiate my current salary when I'm talking about my new salary. It's like negotiating celery. There you go. Okay. I don't negotiate celery. I eat celery. What the homie said. Exactly. No, I'm and I'm all about that. Like, hey, shit. If I'm used to getting five hundred, I'ma tell a motherfucker two thousand. If I'm used to getting two thousand, I'ma tell a motherfucker ten thousand. Because they're always trying to reach the next level. Because at the end of the day, whoever's sitting across from you, they not sitting across from you because they can't afford you. They sitting across from you because they take an interest in what it is that you do. So always aim high. I'm never gonna lowball myself, and I suggest my people never do so either. If you making thirty-two thousand, tell that motherfucker you want fifty. If you getting 50, tell that bitch, I need a honey. You know what I'm saying? Make them shiver in their boots. Make them sit there and look at you like, God damn, how can I make this work? You're going to make it work by meeting my demands, bitch. And this is a hostile situation. We playing chess right now. And God damn it, queen takes pawn in six moves. You better figure it out, bitch, or I'm going to walk. And that's just what it is. You understand I mean, really me? what it, it determines value. So if so, say for instance, you got two people doing the same job. Somebody don't know what the fuck they doing. They never do. Guess what? They gon' they gon' lowball themselves. You know what? If I want to be a manager, guess what? Give me forty two thousand dollars because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Meanwhile, I come in that motherfucker. I need ninety two thousand dollars because, okay, couple reasons. Hey, I can tell you for certain what your what your production is gonna be from the start to the finish line. If you want to have a certain time frame, guess what? You gonna have to pay for that. But guess what? You get more than that by the services that I provide in the first place. So if you want your production for your team to go up. Guess what, motherfucker? Pay me my money, boy. And just off of what he just said, bitch, I need 150,000. I don't want 92. I need more. Because my whole thing is this if I say 150, you might close me at 120. If I say 120, you might close me at 100. But the bottom line is, you're going to negotiate down while I negotiate up. At the end of the day, I might have came in there expecting 42000 but I done gained 90000 It's all about how you negotiate. Trilly likes to start very, very high. A lot of the times, though, it all depends on who I'm sitting across from. If I'm sitting across from somebody that I feel like, eh, they probably can handle what I'm about to throw at them, but I'm not going to really kill them. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. Don't sit there and be upset because somebody lowballs you. That's just what they've been trained to do in a lot of situations. You can't sit there and get mad. Motherfucker, what you talking about? You can't do that. You just say, hmm, that's very interesting. But see, for what you're doing, that's not for what you're paying. I don't think we're going to be able to get to where we need to be. I'm thinking in the realm of 80000 because I can do this, this, that, and the third. And you list the things that you really can do for them. Don't sit there and shoot them a bunch of bullshit that you know that you can't do. Because once you get that money, they're going to have expectations. And you don't want to sit there and not meet the expectations that's being asked of you. So if you're going to shout a number, make sure that you research that number. Make sure that number meets what it is that you bring to the table. And you'll be just fine. Me personally, I love negotiating. Negotiations because I know my worth. When you know your worth, that makes it all the all the more easier for you to negotiate with anybody you're sitting across from. 
The only if you sitting around in a room full of people, you trying to figure out who the smart people are. You the dumb motherfucker in that room. That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah, if you know you're the dumb pit person, then you need to figure out your fucking strengths. You know, I will say this. I've worked for some people that I won't call them dumb because they were smart enough to put people in place to do the shit they couldn't do. So to me, that doesn't make you smart. That, that makes you dumb. That actually kind of makes you smart. Just don't be that dumb motherfucker that like thinks that... You know, you can do yeah. everything. Know your strengths. Know you know your work. And put motherfuckers in place strength. to do that shit so you can keep making your paper. Right. While they work hard. And be but see the whole only thing with what she just said is that the smarter people in that situation are the people who can pay for the help that they need. So understand right. that. Money, if you're able to make money, you're smarter than everybody that's sitting around you. Just know that. And I'm not saying that money makes you this great person. What I'm saying is the ability to accumulate money means that you have the means to hire people that can do things that you can't do. Trilly is in film. Trilly can't draw. So Trilly will outsource people that can actually draw. And a lot of the times when I sit in there across from people who can't who can draw and do the things that I need them to do, a lot of the times they don't know their worth. I sometimes have to tell them their worth. Like listen, you could make X amount of dollars if you did this, 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 that, and the third. If I had your skill, I would charge this. Truly is all about changing lives. And I know it sounds weird that I speak of myself in third person, but I really want y'all to know my name. <laughs> That's one thing. Truly St. Clair. Cleveland Saint underscore Trillberg. There it is. And I also just want everybody to understand that I'm I I myself am never out to beat anybody out of any money but i want you to understand money because money in itself in itself is power it's a lot of stupid motherfuckers with a lot of whole lot of money which makes them look brighter than everybody else that they are around the smartest thing i ever heard was hey i don't understand computers i hire people to run computers that was said by a multi-millionaire that I once worked with. He said, I don't understand computers, so I pay people to do that shit. I don't understand cameras and film work, so I'm hiring you to do that. Me, my job is to accumulate a whole lot of fucking wealth so I can keep people around me happy so they can do the shit that I need them to do so I can make even more money. And that's yeah. just money is a tool once you understand that shit. I think the foulest shit I heard was Lear Cohen when he told LL Cool J, Yeah, you like my house? My house is nice, right? Yeah, sell another million copies and you'll get to come back here and see me again next year. I said that was some whole ass shit to say, but at the same time, that's some real shit to say. If you, if you sell a lot of records in the record business, I'll let you come see my house again. Like, why the fuck is your house a privilege for me to be at? That I pay for. Yeah, that I'm helping you that pay I'm, for. I'm funding. I'm funding that. I got a nice-ass house, too, motherfucker. Come see my shit. But a lot of us don't think that way, and that's why Trilly is saying what he's saying. Know your worth, people. Know your worth. Know who you sitting across. Know how to negotiate. Understand what it is you bring to the table and what you bring to the table, what kind of net worth that will bring you. Understand all of that shit, and you'll be just fine. So with that being said, sounds like we all need to protect our energy. So the quote for protecting our energy is from green to black on Instagram. Self-discipline begins with the mastery of your thoughts. 
If you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. I feel like that light is really super important. Like, if you don't control what you're thinking about, what you think about is your reality. What you believe the true to be true is your reality. So if you over here just letting your thoughts just go wherever, what well, fuck your life is going wherever. So make sure you get your life together. Have a path. Have a plan. Carry that shit out. Amen. You got anything with that? You got anything with Himalayan bath sauce and nothing like that? Sage? Anything for her people? Well, it's been a I, minute. What I will tell people is this, man. I mean, I done told y'all about uh, the bath sauce. I think I mentioned that on the, on the podcast before. I've also mentioned the sage. What I will tell a lot of you all is that if you drink the way Trilly drink and the way Gemini drink, well, find you a steam room. You know what I'm saying? You need to exfoliate yourself. You need to get yourself together. You need to sweat out a lot of the shit that's going on. And on top of that, sweat out the stresses that you have in your life. I don't know about what you all got going on, but Trilly got three kids. I got a 19-year-old that tries to run me fucking crazy with the weird shit she be on being 19 and an attractive black female. It's a lot of bullshit to come with that today. Within our Instagram uh, world that we live in And social media world And Tinder world And all that extra ass shit that y'all be into Hit you A steam room And just sit there And let that shit come up out your pores Work out That's another way of protecting your energy Keep yourself busy Keep yourself moving Keep yourself doing stuff, stuff That's going to make you healthy And it's going to also help you get rid of that spare tire you might have wrapped around your damn waist because a lot of us be pretending like we just too old to work out we can't do shit they got water aerobics for y'all did you say water aerobics i love (laughs) i love water aerobics because it's not a whole lot of pressure on your joints you know what i'm saying it's a lot of overweight women that do water aerobics and it has made a big difference in their lives do that Take a walk. Whoa. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Take a walk. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Walk around. Uh shit. Get up more more so than you need to. A lot of times people be doing situations where they feel like, well, I can't get up. Listen, what I want you all to understand too, and yeah, this is kind of sort of turning into a lose weight type thing. But just understand that it's it's heavy work and gaining weight. You get what I'm saying? It takes a lot of work to get up, walk to a refrigerator, and eat everything that's in that bitch and walk away. That's a lot of work. So understand it's going to take a lot of work to get you back to where you need to be. And understanding looking good and feeling good is another form of protecting your energy. So please do so. Take advantage of everything you got around you. I'm pretty sure you all got all sorts of YMCA's and different rec- recreational centers and things like that. Look at the water aerobics. Take you some walks around a track. Do whatever you got to do to center yourself because working out and being, you know, and getting into any type of aerobics or exercise is just another form of protecting your energy. If the body is, is doing what it needs to do, your mind would do what it needs to do. And that's all I need to say about that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So this has been another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice. Make sure y'all hit us up and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Podcast Republic, 
uh, we're on our baby SoundCloud. Yes. And if you want to leave us question, questions or comments so we can go on to the people's corner, hit us up at unapollopod at gmo.com. Um, our Instagram is unapologetic advice podcast. And you can reach me personally at Twitter at, at advice Gemini. And where can they find you, Trilly? Cleveland, C L E V E L A N D underscore Trillberg, T R I L L B E R G. Cleveland Trillberg, the poor man Spielberg. That's where that comes from. Hit me up. Hit my nigga up. He really was focusing on spelling that glue. We are fucked up for y'all in here. So, anyways, y'all have a great day. We hope this podcast gets y'all through this week. We love y'all. Shout out to the people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure y'all send some comments about the, the uh, Double Up episode and the, uh, the the mini episode that we have, too. Like, you know, we bonus so Yeah, we've been giving y'all, y'all a lot of extra shit extra to work shit. with, man. We've been giving y'all a lot of extra shit. We need feedback on all those things because we want to know if you're okay with just one podcast or if you want us to hit you up with the double ups here and there as well as the little sneak attack we got plenty of those for you all but we need y'all response to let us know if y'all feeling it so let us know yeah so hit us up on our soundcloud or itunes or unapollopod at gmail.com let us know what y'all thinking but uh you know we love our people so shout out to y'all peace all right bye